It's the show after the show. This is the After 9 Podcast with Scott and Kat. Okay, first off, why are you wearing sunglasses? It's frightening here. <laughs> I swear I'm not hungover or anything. But what are you, Bob is- fucking McCallum? <laughs> I'm going to do the show like this from now on. I like darkness. Howard Stern here on the podcast. I like darkness. And then the light comes in. And don't get me wrong. I'm going to sound like a terrible person that doesn't like sunshine. But the sun, when it's out, it's just where our studio is. It's right here. And it glares up the screens. And it gets right in my eye. And so I said, fuck it. And I'm wearing sunglasses today. (laughs) Inside. Inside. I don't care. Atta girl. Yeah. Good for you. You do you. It's good. We aren't going to get many sunny days before all that snow starts falling. I mean, fall's a little gray to begin with. You so call me Bob McCown. Yeah, you look like Bob McCown right now. You don't look exactly like Bob. I was gonna Bob's say, a legend, by the way. I mean, God. I, I take that back. You are not Bob McCown. Oh, Tavares broke his finger. What do you think? Fantastic! That's fantastic. Let's bring in this Toronto Sun columnist. Uh, Let's see here. It's Friday. Happy Friday, everybody. Thank you for checking out the After 9 podcast. Um, If you listen to our FM radio show on 91.5 The Beat, Monday morning, we are giving away a trip for four to Paris, France. I'm excited about that. That's going to be a ton of fun. What's up with uh, gymnastics, by the way? I saw you had oh, gymnastics scribbled in your pad. Yeah. I I signed my... It's not for me. I signed my daughter up for gymnastics. I like to keep, you know, the kids busy. And I didn't realize... I mean, my daughter is so full of energy. So I, I like to keep her busy as much as possible. And so my husband was like, at the time, don't sign her up for... Don't sign her up for anything. Set, scheduled kind of situation. Are you are you snapping me or something? Well, we can put a picture on the podcast, so I want people as they're listening to it to be able to see, oh, there's cat and sunglasses. Why I'm, I know, I'm going to look like <laughs> such a loser. Okay, so anyway, sorry. So yeah, so we signed up Jacqueline, my my two-year-old for gymnastics, and I was like, oh, this will be fun, you know? She gets to roll around. It's fucking horrible. Don't sign your two-year-old up for something like this. And I know there's some parents out there that maybe have done it. They're like, no, it's fun though. It's bonding. My kid doesn't want to, like, I lo- I kind of, I don't want to say I loathe it every Saturday, but it's one of those things. She's slowly getting better, which is good, but they just, all they want to do is jump on a trampoline and jump in the foam pit, but there's other things they have to do, right? Mm-hmm. That's the way that the gymnastics works. So I'm spending 45 to 50 minutes every Saturday morning just trying to like lure my child back to the area that she's supposed to be in. And I'm the one sweating buckets, like, it's actually a workout for me. How much did you pay for this? $450. Shut up! I know. I so have, dumb. I have a boy and a girl, but both of them played uh, more organized sports, and I know how much that costs. I mean, the amount of money parents spend yeah. on hockey Absolutely. and soccer, for some reason, is really expensive. Um, lacrosse mm-hmm. is what my kids play, and that, too, is very, very expensive when they play at the rep level. I never had them in dance or gymnastics, but I've heard dance is crazy expensive. I didn't know that gymnastics was that expensive when they're two. Yeah, this is one of the more expensive place and the facility though like i gotta say it, the facility's great it's fantastic one of the best ones that you can get in in the area that's why i chose it because it's like the number one review it's great the coach is great caitlin's amazing but but it's like why would like a two-year-old isn't interested in like lining up for things wait we're trying to teach her right that's what we're trying to do but it just ends up being like oh a kind of a miserable time so now every saturday morning i'm like oh darn it do you have a hard time saying no to your daughter I, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I do, uh-huh. I do, I get it. I see what's you going know? on here. I get it. I, 
I, I do have a hard time saying no. I mean, I do when I have to, you know, like I, I won't let her eat candy for dinner. Like those kind of things. It's like, no, kid, tough luck. I can eat candy but, for dinner, but you can't. But when she wants to do things or she wants to go see something, like she'll tell me it's so cute and adorable. Like she asked me to go to the library yesterday. I was not in the mood to go to the library yesterday uh, at downtown Galt. She really loves this light board, which is like a giant light bright. And she loves it. And I wasn't planning on going downtown. I didn't feel like going downtown, but I did it because she asked specifically, Mama, can we go to Lightboard, please? Like, how do I say no? I get it. I totally get it. There's certain people we have a hard time saying no to. I'm a sucker. Our kids are one of them. But anyway, (laughs) that's part of my my weekend will be spent that way. What are you doing? What are you up to? Uh, Okay, so it's a weekend with the girlfriend. Just because it works out that we both happen to have a couple of days off. That's nice. Let me ask you a question. At what point can I let my cheapness really shine through? <laughs> Wait a minute. Does she not know that? I like to call you frugal, Scott. I don't, I try not to call you cheap. Mm-hmm. You're a frugal individual. Right. But so L- she Watch ha- the pennies. So she hasn't seen this side of you yet? Like no, you guys go out to eat and stuff like that. This is the thing. And this is what I'm getting at is because we're, I'm going to see her tonight and tomorrow. And I'm wondering at what point can I suggest, well, Instead of going to another restaurant and buying another bottle of wine, which is literally a fifth the price if I bought it at the LCBO, Mm -hmm. and instead of spending $300 on two people to have a meal, why don't I just get that $20 bottle of wine at the LCBO and cook for a fraction of the price? At what point am I not being cheap if I just say, hey, you know what? Why don't we stay in and cook tonight? I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And you can sell it as that. If you don't want to straight up say, I don't want to spend money, what you can say is, let's just be a little more intimate. I'm sick of, you know, people being like serving us and us having to go out. Let's stay in. I want to make something for you if that's what your plan is. She knows that I'm a good cook. So, so I've that. cooked for her before just two nights this weekend and I don't really want to go out for either of them, to be honest with you. And nothing against the restaurants. We had a great list and you can still see it on scottandcat.ca. It's the 50 best restaurants in Canada for a date. And there are many of them in Ontario. 34 of the top 50 are in Ontario. Which is pretty cool. Yeah, that's great. Lots of places we could go. Many of them I haven't been to. I don't really want to go to any of them. I'd really rather just stay in this weekend. And it all has to do with you don't want to spend the cash. And it's mainly because I don't want to spend the money. I like going out. I just, I don't know. Do you ever stop and think, shit, we just spent 250 bucks on dinner with tip and I could have stayed home and all in. That would have cost me 45 bucks. All the time, Scott. All the time. And you got me on the wine thing because the wine thing kills me. I was out with my girlfriends um, last uh, Friday night at a spot in, in Cambridge I love. But then we split a bottle of wine because it was a deal. But if it wasn't a deal, I would be paying literally, I think it was four to five times the amount of money for a glass of wine, which they only serve like six or eight ounce, which is dumb. Just fill the thing to the top. So and for, That's what Classy Cat does on the weekend. That's what I do. A full glass of it's wine. The, the, the amount they like to charge for that, it's incredible. Like, it's crazy. So well, I hear you there. I feel like restaurants aren't doing enough to convince us that we're not being ripped off. So if I had a restaurant, and I have total respect for the people who do own them. Maybe there's a reason you guys don't do this. But I probably wouldn't carry any wines that you commonly see at the LCBO. If they're carrying Wayne Gretzky Chardonnay at a restaurant, but they're charging you $70 for the bottle, we all know that as soon as you walk into the LCBO, 13. left-hand side, it's $13, $14 a bottle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And why am I paying that much more for it here? So they should only in a restaurant, if they don't want to draw attention to the fact that there is a colossal markup on that, 
Maybe only sell wines that you don't commonly see at the LCBO. Not a bad idea. Because then maybe I'd feel better about it. I could go into a restaurant and order a bottle of wine. I wouldn't know if this bottle of wine is supposed to cost $70 or if it wouldn't typically cost me 15 Depending who you are, though, you might know anyway. I always look up my wines. I have the Vivino app. I've got it now, too. You have it now, too? So, okay, such a good app. We should be friends on there because then we can share wine with each other. Great and I, idea. And I'm more into the California Reds like you, than I used to be. But anyway, that's what I usually do is I go on Vivino and I I give it a quick search and boom. And then I can find out a little bit more about it, including price and including ratings so that I know if I should order it or not. Okay, so I'm sorry that I got you stuck on the California Reds because now I've moved on. I still love California Reds. What are you doing now? Trust me, everybody. If you're looking for a great California Red that's not ridiculous expensive, look for a Merlot by Duckhorn. Duckhorn Merlot. Okay. Fabulous. Probably about 60, 70 bucks at vintages, but it's worth every penny. And and there's some vintages, as you probably know, that are three, four, five hundred bucks. This is a great wine at a really good price, if you don't mind spending that much, because you can also get a decent bottle of red for about 13 to 17 dollars in there. But uh, I'm on to Tuscan red wine now. Tuscan red wine is great for me. It really, really works. Now, the Italian got me hooked on it, but... <laughs> of course. Your girl. Thanks, honey. I get it. Yeah, yeah. What's your name on there? I'm going to find you. So I think I'm Scott Fox on air on Vivino. Really? So this is an open profile? You're okay with... Uh... I'm pretty sure it's an open profile. I don't know. I didn't know that it couldn't be an open profile. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to find you. I'm going to find you. Um, I, by the way, people are probably going to ask about it. It's V-I-V-I-N-O. Uh, search for it. It's a really cool app. So you take all you have to do, you don't even have to type anything in if you want. If you have the bottle in front of you, you take a photo of it. It'll search it. It'll find it. It'll tell you the rating. It'll tell you the price. And it'll also keep a list of the ones that you have taken a photo of so you can keep your own rating in there. So you can say, oh, wait, I didn't like that one. That's or, right. That's the best part because right? I can't remember the ones I've tried and the ones that I still want to try. Mm-hmm. But it's amazing because I have so many things in my life that are completely disorganized. I've gone to great lengths to keep my Vivino app organized so that I only have wine that I like. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's fantastic. <laughs> but way too much the effort into this. things we put effort into. It oh, is quite incredible, isn't it? it? It's totally crazy. Uh, I am in town this weekend. Next weekend, I'm off to Indianapolis just because my travel schedule is insane. Then I'm back in town for a weekend and then I'm off to the States again and I'm all over the place. So that's why I'm doing date weekend this weekend. Um, we're going to do more podcasts next week. Obviously, we're going to keep going on After 9. If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button and leave us a review. It's a great way to let us know what you think of the podcast and give us a rating too. That'd be nice. Yeah. We're going to go, but as always, on our Friday podcast, we bring you a replay of Missed Connections from 91.5 The Beat. We're going to tell you the stories of people looking for other people and couldn't find them, so they went online, told the story, hoped that that person would see it and contact them, or someone else would know that person and contact them. Here we go. This first one is called Pretty Lady Crying, Man for Woman. You were mowing down on a hoagie. It was at the new sandwich hut, and you were crying uncontrollably. While eating. Who cries uncontrollably while they're eating a sub? I'm the guy that approached you to see if you wanted a napkin. You took it. You blew your nose. And you kept right on eating. Eating and crying. (laughs) Eating and crying. This is the best damn pastrami I've ever had. I saw a book beside you, but it was closed. Maybe it was the book that made you cry. Maybe the hoagie was not exactly as you would have liked it to be. Perhaps... You used to go there with your lover, who's now dead. (laughs) Or maybe you just simply had a bad, bad day. 
What a wild assumption. <laughs> Honestly, I couldn't tell, but I wanted to know so much more about you. All the sobs seemed the same to me. I wanted to say something to you, but figured it was bad timing. So instead, on my way out, I blew you a big fat kiss. Oh, I'm sure that didn't creep her right out. <laughs> Thanks for the napkin. Go. Maybe you made her cry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can we all agree? See somebody crying? Oh, crying Maybe. in public. It's just one of those things. It's like you want to approach them, but you're like, I don't know you, but are you okay? Yeah, that's the thing. You want to know if they're okay. That's fine. Using that as a pickup opportunity, not so good. <laughs> Speculating that they used to go there with their lover who is now dead, that's <laughs> wild speculation. This was Thomas's favorite hoagie. He used to like it with extra sauce with the pickles. Unreal. She's just having a good cry and eating her Danny's original. You just gotta leave it alone. Who does that, <laughs> Crying so hard you get tears in your sub. It's amazing. <laughs> I know what the secret sauce is made of. Uh, I hope she's okay, but still. Oy, oy, oy. Dude, don't pick on the vulnerable. Leave her alone. The next one is called The Suitcase Girl. This is also a man looking for a woman. We had a fun night together. But when I woke up, you were gone. And there was puke in my suitcase. Oh. We met at the Radisson Hotel in the lobby bar. You said you needed a place to crash and I offered you the hotel bed. I told you I'd sleep on the floor. Turned out we shared a lovely romp. I tried not to get upset about my cosmetic case that is now completely ruined. <laughs> it was quite expensive. <laughs> I'd expect and hope for a reply here, if I may. You did not leave your number. I'm not even sure if I remember your name correctly. But perhaps we can revisit an encounter. You want to get back together with her? You want another hookup after she puked <laughs> you in your want, suitcase? You want Pukey McGee? Hey, here's a question. Why were you in the Radisson Hotel lobby <laughs> if you didn't have a place to stay? Were you just waiting to she try was, and pick somebody she up? Was told, she was So he had a room she didn't. So you know she was just doing that to get a place to sleep. And obviously had way too many martinis at the bar. Sounds like it. Is that a strategy to... I mean, you obviously wouldn't get the rewards points. But is that a strategy to avoid paying for a hotel? I'll just sit at the bar and drink until somebody offers me a spot. It's okay. I brought my sleeping bag. <laughs> I brought a tent. I'll just go out in the parking lot behind the hotel and sleep. It'll be fine. It worked for her. Maybe if you don't... If you use words like romp you might be able to get away with getting a number next time. That's funny that she stumbled out of bed, heaved in his case, and then just walked <laughs> Peaced out. Peaced out. <laughs> Gangsta! <laughs> hey, did she go right Did she go right to the hoagie shop by any chance? Because I've got a feeling. 